Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today we are wrapping up the series on control. This time I promise to tell you the big topic of controlling your future or controlling the future. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. We've already talked about lots of other control issues throughout the week. So feel free to rewind if you need any of that. But today let's talk about controlling your future or controlling the future of your podcast. Now listen, I don't know how to predict the future. No one can predict the future. Anyone who says they can predict the future is lying or they're crazy. One of the two. So you can't predict the future. However, however, you can control how you react to the future and you can be prepared for the future for your podcast. I've talked about this throughout the years. People have come up to me, well, not randomly, but over the other time, I've, I've made... I mean, so not, not, again, not predictions, but I've had a few things people say, oh, you know, you seem to be in the right place at the right time for a lot of these things that have happened. And, and you're right, I was. And so I'm going to kind of share those tips about being in the right place in the right time so that you can have some sort of a control, or at least there's the semblance of control over the future. Because again, you can't control the future, you can't predict the future, but at least you can be ready for it. And that's going to be from three primary principles. There's three things we're going to talk about today, and I wrote them down so that I wouldn't forget what they were. But of course, I wrote them down on a little piece of paper, and then I have no glasses on, so it's going to be hard for me to read. So hopefully, I can remember what I wrote down more than anything. So the three things, well, I'll run down the three things, and then I'll talk about each one of them. So number one, invest in resiliency. Invest in resiliency is number one. Number two, increase your luck surface area. Very important. And then number three is the reduction of surprises. Reduce surprises. So let's go through those one by one. And I'll talk about what those mean to me. So invest in resiliency. See, the problem with the future is when it hits unexpectedly and things change. And by the way, it's not a question of if things are going to change, but when things are going to change. Being resilient to that change. Being able to adapt and go with the flow of that change is key to surviving the future. Catastrophic events or just mild events, being resilient helps you get through that future and gives you the ability to control. You can't change the future, but you control your podcast navigation through the future now made present. But if you're resilient about it, and what we mean by resilience is, are you dependent on one thing? Does your show so much about the one thing that if that one thing goes away, does your show go away? If you've got one source of income for your show, and that's what's affording you the ability to do this program, if that source of income goes away, what do you do? 
Building in resiliency means you can withstand the winds of change when they hit, which means diversifying your content. It means diversifying your revenue streams. It means diversifying your production methodologies. Because any one of these changes or any change could hit any of those pillars and knock things out. And that would be bad. So make sure you've got resilience baked in. Look for those dependencies. Look for those crux points. And if not eliminate them, find an alternative. Think about what would happen if the worst happened. How could I survive that? That's why you should invest in resiliency for your show. Number two, increasing your luck surface area. Whew, this is a this is a meaty, weighty topic. And I'm going to try and be brief on what that means. I don't believe in luck. Not in the way that it's, you know, just serendipity things drop inside of your lap. Like, hey, I didn't do anything. Serendipity and luck are all things you can influence and change. And I, that's why I call it increasing your luck surface area. Because lucky things are flying by you all the time. You're probably, if you're not a lucky person, many of the unlucky people I've met in my life are... Hmm, that's the word to say it. I guess oblivious to these opportunities that are sliding by them all the time. And that's really what increasing your luck surface area comes down to, is being aware of A and B, taking advantage of opportunities that fly by. But you've got to be aware of those opportunities, and you have to be in a place, personally, mentally, physically, spiritually, if you want to use that word, to where you can look and evaluate that opportunity and say, should I do that? Not saying you should do every single one of them. Not saying you should ignore every one of those. But you have to recognize opportunities for what they are. And you do that by, again, this is the concept of increasing your luck surface area. Be informed. Collaborate. Communicate. Be a part of the scene that you need to be in so that you see those opportunities. If you just stay in your studio and you don't read and you don't follow people, you don't do anything else, but you do your show heads down and play video games, which are fine. I'm, just saying, I'm not saying you can't do that. But to increase your luck surface area, you have to cre increase your awareness of what possible opportunities are there. They won't just fall in your lap. If your lap is open, then they might. But if you're sitting there all bunched up, it's impossible to get it in. So make sure that you're working to increase your luck surface area because that helps you also. When the future happens, you're already resilient. Now you're looking for new opportunities. Now you can navigate those future troublesome waters with these new opportunities because you have increased your luck surface area. And then finally, related to both of these, because that's what the topic is about, controlling your future, try not to be surprised. <laughs> as much as possible, reduce surprises Surprises that could have a negative impact on your show. As I said, you cannot predict, nor can you change the future. However, you can be and should be aware of what's about to happen. You'll be looking for indicators. You'll be looking, taking a temperature of the world that you live in and travel in. A lot of the changes that happen aren't unexpected. Sure, some certainly are. But if you look back at the big changes that have happened across history, you know, other than you know, like asteroids slamming into the planet, okay, kind of hard to predict that stuff. But economic downturns, sure, you can control those. You can understand. You can predict what's happening with them because you're, you're out there and you're looking and understanding it. 
as technology shifts and changes, if you're paying attention, it's rare for something to just drop on the market unaware. We don't, we don't know about these things. It doesn't really happen. You reduce your ability to be surprised by being informed, by making sure that you are engaging in all the places you need to be engaging. Much like your luck surface area increases when you open up and you recognize the opportunities, you'll be able you'll be one of those weirdos like me who people say, how did you know that was going to happen? Well, because the, the rumblings and all the publications and all the people that I've put together curated lists that I'm following who are smarter than me when it comes to some of these things. That's important. I don't like to be surprised. I don't, not that way. If you want to throw me a surprise birthday party, sure, knock yourself out. I already expect to be surprised by some things that are outside of my purview. But if something happens in the podcasting space that's that's key and critical, I don't want to be surprised by that. I mean, sure, I can be surprised when Spotify gets bought or Spotify starts buying things for $235 million. That's surprising to me, but that doesn't really impact me. But I don't want other surprises happening. And I don't think you should either. Because that's how you control your future. You control your future. You control your future by investing in resiliency, by increasing your luck surface area, and reducing surprises so that you can navigate the waters of the future when your, your podcast has to travel down. Like we all have to travel down. You can navigate it better. And that's the control. That's how you control the future of your podcast. Now, if you're a business out there and you're going, we need some stuff, we need somebody thinking about the future. How can we control the future in our industry? I would love to chat with you because my firm, Simpler Media, we are the in-house but really outsourced podcast department for lots of companies around the country and the world, actually. We'll keep you out of technical weeds. We'll help you do all the things you need to do. We know the right way to do things. Get in touch. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services we offer our clients. That's it. Happy weekend. Happy Friday and Thursday, everybody. I'll be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. 
Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.